Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Almost 50 motorists a day are receiving fines for exceeding the speed limit in one particular place uh, over an extended period on the M7 Dublin-Limerick motorway where the new average speed cameras have been installed. New uh, uh, figures provided by Angarda Shia show a daily average of 47 motorists have been caught driving at average speeds in excess of 120 kilometres an hour. It's a motorway, obviously. Uh, over the distance between the Junction 26 Nina West and Junction 27 Bird Hill on the M7 in County Tipperary. So basically the way the camera works is, um, you know, when you go past the first camera, it basically clocks your registration. Not your speed, they don't care about your speed. Clocks your registration. And when you pass the second camera, it then calculates the distance you travelled and the time you took to travel that distance. And if it figures out that on average you were over 120 kilometres an hour, well then you can get penalty points and a fine in the post. Um, And you wouldn't be long clocking up 12 points now if you didn't realise they were there, for example. But I'm pretty sure they're obvious. They're big yellow cameras. You can't miss them. They hang over the, the motorway. Anyway, they have them in the tunnel as well and they're now thinking of rolling them out across the country. The latest figures show compliance with speed limit uh, on the 15-kilometre uh, stretch of the motorway has increased significantly since enforcement of the new system began on April 25th. And the Assistant Garda Commissioner in charge of road policing, Paula Hillman, welcomed the increased compliance levels by motorists to 96%. Uh, people have changed their behaviour. They know if they exceed the average speed limit, there will be consequences. Any motorist found to be driving at an average speed in excess of 120 kilometres an hour between the two junctions is liable for an 80 euro fine and three penalty points. She said the Gardaí would be fully supportive of the increased use of this technology, like average speed safety cameras, to try to reduce the number of fatalities on Irish roads. She also pointed out that the compliance rate had increased uh, to 89% after the equipment was installed, but before it became operational. Now, can we just point out, by the way, the fatalities in Irish roads have reduced significantly. Uh, because you've got to remember, there's more people in the country and there's more cars. I mean, if you look at the figures, say, for go back 30 or 40 years ago, where we had half the amount of cars on Irish roads, we had triple the amount of fatalities. And that's because cars weren't as safe, obviously, to drive. And generally speaking, uh, we're better drivers nowadays. We're more educated, probably, when it comes to the road. But I think we are, anyway. She said the data was still being correlated in relation to the impact of the new camera system on collisions in that part of the M7. Um, And I I don't know whether it's made a difference, the amount of fatalities on the M7, because I haven't heard of an accident on the M7 where somebody's died recently. But anyway, a total of 83 people have been killed on the roads in the Republic to date this year, compared to 53 in the corresponding period in 2021. Now... Of course, 2021, we had lockdowns for a lot of the time, so there wouldn't have been as much driving. So I would expect it to be slightly higher this year. Anyway, today I want to know, do you think the average speed cameras actually save lives? Or, as some people have said, is it just another means of making money? Because, of course, the fine is 80 euro a pop, isn't it? And if you catch thousands of people with thousands of cameras around the country, of course, you're going to make quite a lot of substantial amount of money. And this comes to, for example, Garda Shia you know, hiding behind signs and hiding, be, you know, around the corners, etc., etc. On roads where there generally isn't any accidents, but it's quite easy to catch people. They call that shooting fish in a barrel. But does that actually save lives? Probably not. I don't think it does anyway. I think it saves lives in certain places where we know accidents happen on a regular basis. But let me know what you think. The number is 87 Let me just go to Mark. You're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Mark? How are you, Niall? How are you? Now, we're not that familiar with average speed cameras. They are in the UK, but we're not that familiar. We have yeah. we have them in the tunnel here in, in Dublin, yeah. the Port Tunnel. But they're the only ones we really have, I think. 
Apart from these ones in Limerick, sorry, on the M7. That's right. But now they were brought in for the reason was there were so many accidents happening that, uh, in the fourth tunnel because people weren't sticking to the uh, but, speed limit. But there wasn't the because we, we had the NRA at the time when they brought the cameras in and they said that they had a 100% safety record. So there wasn't accidents right. happening in the, in the port tunnel. I have no idea why they brought well, them in. Okay, well, I, I thought there was. Well, maybe I'm wrong on that, but as far as I know, I always thought that was the reason they were being brought in. Now, look, I use the tunnel quite a lot because I drive in around the city all day long. And uh, it, there is a difference when you go in and you, you, stick, to the, you stick to the 80 kilometres and everybody's doing it. And I'm going to be honest with you, the only ones that you would ever see breaking the speed is a car that maybe has an ordinary reg. Because it doesn't affect them and they don't get the fine. Exactly. Yeah. And the same, and you know that because you're going up to Belfast all the time and you see the same on the M1. You see the cars coming up behind you and you see it and you know straight away it's an ordinary reg because he has no consequences. Yeah. But be honest, let's be honest, right? You're on that road and you're going home and you're doing 120, which is probably the speed on that road, the M1. But when you're going home, 120 is a comfortable speed to go on that. You don't need to do 150. No, I, I, I normally set my cruise control on the M1 because there's, always, there's very little uh, d- traffic on the M1, generally speaking. Yeah. Anyway, and I always set it at about 110, 115. And I would be the same when yeah. I go into the port tunnel and I'd be go, in certain places I'd put, on the, put it on. I do believe it'd be better than uh, having a guard jumping out in the middle of the road and, and slowing you down and stopping you in, in, in the middle of nowhere for no reason. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? I do believe that it just to encourage more sensible driving because I've been on motorways and I can tell you I've seen cars travelling at crazy speeds. Yeah, oh no, I agree with you. I agree with you. And it's not only that, I'm, I would consider myself, you know, an experienced driver because I drive for a living and you're an experienced driver and all. But the fact is, there's plenty of people out there that are not that experienced and that frightens them when cars come up that close and that fast. And We've been on motorways where cars intimidate other people. They come up right behind them. Well, they do that in the tunnel all the time, by the way. They do, the trucks do that yeah. in the tunnel all the time. They do, yeah. They do. And I believe, as well as that, I believe the average safety cameras would be a great idea because you've seen trucks and I've seen trucks and some of them drive at incredible speeds and they shouldn't be driving at those speeds. Ah, oh, they've just they've just caught you, Mark. Yeah, it's too late. Uh, I can, uh, I can hear them in the background. They'll never, they'll never take me alive. Let me tell you that, Noel. <laughs> but I mean, but, um, when it comes to cameras in general, leaving aside the average speed cameras, you know, for example, when you come, say, from the airport onto the M1 at the top of that little, yeah. uh, there's a, a road that joins the airport to the M1 there, the roundabout. You kind of go up the yeah. hill. Uh, the speed limit there is 60 kilometres an hour. There's always a guard up on top of the hill there, right? Yeah, now, yeah. I, I, Which doesn't I, make any sense. Anyway. No, well it, does, well, it doesn't, because most people come around from the coachman's or come down from the airport. They're probably yeah. doing 70 kilometres, which is not a huge yeah. speed, by the way. It's a three-lane road. So uh, it's easy to catch people. Do, do, oh, you think, do you think that's just for revenue, or do you think that... Because okay. I've never seen an accident on that road. Well, I've never seen an accident, and we see it all the time. And by the way, on the opposite side, when you're going into the airport, when you take the turn off the M1... That used to be down to 60, and recently it's only changed. This, this section where you go around the bend is now 80, because the guards used to catch people going in there as well, and I've never seen accidents there. Mm-hmm. So in those places, I don't see what, what the point is having the guard there. Put the guards in place, and for me, I believe they're just getting the numbers up for their, for their jobs. You know, he has to go out and catch so many people. He's going to catch a tourist coming out of the airport in a rental car, and he's going to, you know, he has numbers up. But I don't see, that's not road safety, in my opinion. But road safety should be, yeah, the average speed cameras. If they're in, mm. if it's in areas where people are driving excessively speeds all the time and accidents are happening, why not put them out? Because you have to teach people, and if you can't teach them, like eighty. And by the way, Niall, eighty euro for a fine of a fella that's you know can afford to pay eighty euro is probably not really a big deterrent. 
you know what I mean? Like, I know in some countries what they do is, I think Sweden maybe is something like that. Well, they find you a percentage of your salary, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that that will would deter you. I remember, you know? I remember the famous story of the CEO of Motorola. I think that was in Sweden or Finland or somewhere like that. And he was the CEO of Motorola and he was caught doing 80 and a 60 area and he got a €125,000 fine. Yeah, yeah. Now, he obviously... I don't know how, how But I don't how, I don't know whether I agree with that or not because then you're saying justice yeah. is not blind that, that, because well, justice is meant to treat everybody equally isn't it Yeah well that, well that well look are we really if a fellow's on 10 million or whatever he was earning is he really equal like flying along in his Porsche or whatever well that's a different issue obviously. Well I, I think the, the fine to be is, is insignificant I think it's what bothers people is the penalty points because you get three of the three yeah. sets of those and you're gone you know what I mean Oh yeah yeah absolutely but let's be honest we can all drive on the motorway at a relative speed that's safer to drive on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I've often been on that M50, and it's very busy at the moment, right? And you're on the M50, and when cars are travelling at 100 kilometres, they're supposed to be, um, you know, it is more comfortable for everybody on the road. And you can see that if something happens in the distance, you can see people have time to react. But but, that's, that's, but uh, until we get to a point where we have autonomous vehicles, which is probably another 10 or 15 years away, where nobody's... Now nobody's driving, happen. and there's no taxi no, drivers. <laughs> um, no, that's not going to happen. That's not. That's, it will. No, ah, come on, no, Mark. Mark, did you ever think you would see a car driving on its own in your lifetime? You, you no, never. They're, they're already can't. doing it. They're doing it in Tucson, Arizona, where there's nobody living in Tucson. But they're Arizona. doing Uber. Are, Uber are doing it in California now. You can call. There's a particular taxi company now, Uber do in California. You call a taxi. The taxi will arrive at your door, and there's no driver. And are you telling me it's going to work here in Dublin? Are, are we all going to be autonomous? <laughs> well, no, I'm, what I'm, the point I'm making is, is it going to, until we get to a point, uh, until we get to the point where they're all autonomous vehicles, which, for yeah. example, the technology is good enough that they never crash into each other. We've two point yeah. something million cars on the road. We had 83 yeah. people have died so far this year, right? And yeah. I'm, it's a tragedy for the families and the people who lost somebody. My condolences yeah. to all of them. But you are never going to stop when you've got two million, you know, pieces of steel weighing approximately a ton and a half each flying around the road. So at some point they're going to hit each other. So that, unfortunately, oh, yeah. you're never going to stop it completely. And I think if you look over the last thirty years, cars have become so much safer between airbags and impact bars and all this kind yeah. of stuff. I mean, people just thankfully are not dying as much as they used to. Yeah, yeah, cars, technology is much better, safety is much better. Um, a lot of it, though, is down, I suppose a lot of these th- things will be down to human error and stuff like that. Like the fact that people still use a mobile phones, you know, behind the wheel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of that stuff being done, you know, and that should be tackled more so than, you know, the the, the, the likes of the guards standing at the airport roundabout coming out of the airport. You know what I'm saying? I tell you, this, that's, you that's, I mean, look, mobile phones is one thing and people should actually get penalty points, of course, for using a mobile phone. But mm. thankfully, the technology is, is catching up on that now and people have Bluetooth in their cars. You can press a button and say ring mark or whatever it happens to be. So you don't, you shouldn't have to touch your phone really very much but, anymore anyway. No, you shouldn't. But Niall, I see people driving every day of the week and they have new cars which would have technology like that in it and they still hold the phone in the car because they want to hold the phone in the car. Mm. And they think it's, you know, it's more, to me, I think it's, it's ridiculous that they're still getting away with that kind of stuff. But, I mean, I, I just think that the, the idea of speed cameras and average speed cameras going into areas where road deaths are big or, or it's happening on a regular basis or people do excessive speeds, it's probably not a bad idea, re- realistically. Okay, you know? okay but you, you think that's not a bad idea, but the shooting fish in the barrel probably is. I think guard, oh, I think yeah. guard of time could be better used <laughs> than shooting fish in a barrel. Look, and I, can I tell you, I, I have a motorbike and I, I go out in it every so often, right? And I can tell you something, some Saturday, Sunday, Saturday and Sunday morning, the amount of police going around the Dublin Mountains, you know, and up around Lara and Glendalough and places like that, 
is incredible because there's guys out on motorbikes and they're and but that resource is I don't I never see that kind of resource being thrown out in Dublin during the week. Is it easy? By the way, is it e- not that I suggest anyone should do it, but do you get away with speeding easier on a motorbike than you do in a car? I don't know, do you? Well, no, I don't. Can the cameras pick up the smaller reg plates? Um, I don't know, to be honest. That's, that's beyond my... I'm just curious. I'm just curious now. now. Okay, well, yeah. stay, stay there for a second because, Kevin, I want to go to you. Kevin, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. Kevin, Mark believes it's a good idea. Look, if it saves lives and, you know, they're put in places where there's accidents, sure, why not? Uh, well, to be honest, no. no. I think it's a money record. Uh, I think, as you say, fish in a barrel mm-hmm. is going on everywhere. I came off the Blanchardstown exit on the M50 uh, last Saturday at 5 o'clock in the evening and there was a police uh, car unmarked parked on the grass verge on the left and there was a police lady in the central reservation standing on the grass behind the war. With a tripod and a gadget with, with, isn't it? No, she just had a handgun. Oh, her handgun. That what about yeah. the, the, she the stepped, out, stepped out and just pulled in the car that was in front of me. And I was over the speed limit. It's 40 kilometres an hour and I was doing 50. Okay. So the car in front of me was doing probably 55. Right. So, it, well, then you were boat breaking the law, essentially. But she wouldn't I have time to stop the two years. I have 20 points on my licence over the last 20 years. 20 points? Since, 20 points. Okay. Uh, at the minute now, none. Yeah, no, I've, I've racked up a few myself. I mean, I've none at the moment, yeah. but I've racked up a few over, year, yeah, over the years. I've yeah. racked them up, but they've all been... Not, it's not, I'm not proud of that, by the way. Can I just point out? I'm not proud of it either, but it's, it's, it's not uh, extreme driving. It's 10 miles over the, over the speed limit. But their argument would be that you shouldn't be 10 miles an hour or 10 kilometres an hour over the speed limit. But the guns That's their that argument. The, the, the guns that they use to monitor traffic have shown in the past that they should make an average, like these average speeds. They reckon from point A to point B, they can calculate an average speed between A and B. Well, that's what the average speed cameras do, yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what they do, yeah. yeah. So why doesn't a hand gun, handheld gun and a guard sees that you're doing... 10 kilometres, which is 6 miles an hour, over the speed limit. Not 60, 6. No, no, I know. Why do they give you 3 points for it? And 60 euro because that Because that's the fine. That, and that, that that's is, just is the fine for speeding. That's the justification for people thinking that it's just a money racket. Because 90 out of 100 speeding points are between... Yeah, probably not a, not a huge amount over the speed limit, but the argument again from a guard on is that you're over the speed limit, and that's the law. And that's the law. Well, the car, the now, car don't get me wrong, I'm not disagreeing with you. There are places, I believe, that the speed limit is way too low for the, yeah. uh, the type of appropriate driving you should be doing on that road. I mean, the M50, for argument's sake, has... It depends on the time five, of the day, doesn't it? Five different speed uh, signs before you get 10 miles. 50, it's 60, it's 80, it's 100, it's back to 80, it's 120. It literally changes every two junctions. Mm. It's ridiculous. How you, if you put the car in the cruise control and you stick, stick it up 70, yeah. and, and you come up to a 60, you're over 10 kilometres over the speed limit. 
six miles. No, but, yeah, but, yeah, but you're missing the point, Kevin, and I agree. I do agree with your sentiment, but the point is, if you're doing 68 in a 60 zone, and yeah. a guard is standing at the top of the hill, and you might think that's shooting fish in a barrel, and you're right, in some cases it probably yeah. is. He knows he's going to catch as many people as he really wants. To yeah, because he's better for him. But to get, well, not to get his numbers up for the end of the month or whatever it happens yeah, to be. That's, but but that's the exactly. point is, you're giving him the opportunity by breaking the speed limit. So you are breaking... It's not like he's doing anything illegal. You are breaking the law. But uh, that's fair enough. Yeah. But at the end of the day... How can they have a motorway called the M50 and have six different speed limits on well, it? The mo- well, the, the M50, you could write a book on the M50. The M50 is the biggest well, the M50, waste of money well, it probably country was. has ever had. Probably was, yes. Because yeah. the M50 was designed at a time when we had half the amount of cars that we have now on the road. I, last week, and I, I'm not proud of this, but don't get me wrong, I do have a very, very heavy right book. And I was coming back from Kildare at 11 o'clock. Last week. Yep. And I hit a 220 kilometres an hour. You were doing 220? 220. Why would you do that, Kevin? There's nobody around. Sorry, sorry Mark. I just said, there you go. That's an upset. There's the reason why we're having them. No. It's, no. You, there's no reason in the world anybody should be doing two, What do you say? 220 kilometres an hour. 220 yeah. kilometres in a car. I don't care yeah. what time That's 160 day, miles an hour, yeah. Right. And you're going to come up. You come up beside, behind somebody that's less experienced, coming back from somewhere, um, running late or whatever, and they're less experienced, they're going to be terrified of that car coming up behind them, and they're going to panic. And yeah. there's no reason to travel on our road in Ireland at that stage, unless you're, unless you're part of a rally or a competition or something like that. But I don't see why. I've never got my car up to that stage. I don't, I don't know what kind of car that chap's driving. Well, my car will never get to that stage, and I never want to travel at that stage. Well, unless it's an official race, Kevin, and the Gardaí Shea Connor are, you know, cordoning off the uh, the road for that particular reason, driving at 220 kilometres an hour on an Irish road is completely irresponsible. I agree. Well, then why did you do it? Because I was on my own, and it's my responsibility, and if I kill myself, that's my No, but what about if you kill somebody else? Nobody else is on the road. Oh, so, geez. if you kill yourself... Sorry, what's that chap's name? His name is Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Kevin, if you kill yeah. yourself then, is it all right then that everybody, the thing that happens there is then everybody else then has to come out and take care of you and anybody else that was involved. Scrape your remains like, off the ground. Uh, scrape, uh, exactly, but that's okay, is it? Yeah, that's, of course that's it's okay. okay. That's okay, okay of course but, uh, That's grand. I just wanted to know where yes, the emergency services, what, what are we expect them to do? Like, So they're expected to fit clean up the shit basically see Kevin I was with you at the point when you were talking to me about you know being a couple of kilometres an hour over the limit and having hard luck and getting caught I was kind of with you and I was empathising with you to some degree but when you tell me you're doing 220 on the motorway I lost all sympathy for you It's that, you're a clown that's irresponsible I'm not looking for sympathy I why, why would you hang on what were you doing were you, were you trying to set a target for yourself were you, did you put your foot down and let's see how fast can I get out of this car why would you do that and put other people's lives? I know you were thinking it's an empty road, but what happens if somebody comes down off a ramp or somebody pulls out or somebody, I don't know, somebody walks out onto the road? Not that they should in the middle of the night, but it doesn't make any difference. What, what, I mean, you don't know the unexpected. It's an irresponsible thing to do. I agree. Yeah. And why would you do it? Because I wanted to do it. Oh, jeez. Got winning there, is it? Uh, there. Yeah, maybe, now that, maybe that's a good reason why we should have the cameras then, I suppose.
No, that's not what I tell you what, Kevin, if you're caught doing 220 by a guard of Shea if there just happened to be a guard parked to the side of the road and you were booting by a 220 and he pulled you over and you lower down the window, you might as well take your license out of your pocket and tear it up in front of him because you're not getting it back again. Because I can tell you now, 220, you won't get get a fine and you won't get penalty points for that. You'll be brought to court. Well, I have been brought to court before. For what? Same thing. Thanks very much, Mark. I have to go to a break. Kevin, there's a place in the UK, it's called Silverstone. I think they'd love you over there. All right, keep texting. <laughs> keep WhatsApping the numbers 087-188-0008. My Jesus, there's your responsibility for you. Because I wanted to. 220. If you're doing 220 on an Irish road, be it a motorway or anywhere, actually, for that matter, unless you have permission to do it and you're assisted by the guards in doing that, for a charity or a race or whatever it happens to be where they close roads off. If you're doing 220 on an Irish road and you're caught, you may as well tear up your licence because you're going into court. You'll be done for dangerous driving, driving without due care and attention and all sorts of other things as well, probably, and endangering the lives of other road road users. And you will most likely lose your licence. And by the way, you deserve to. At 220 kilometres an hour, you deserve to lose your licence. And you'll probably lose it for a year or whatever it is. And when you get it back then, you'll find it difficult to get insurance. So don't take the chance. And not only that, you're endangering people's lives, even if you think the road is empty. I empathise with people who maybe sometimes on an open road when there's no traffic, go about maybe five or ten kilometres over the limit and they happen to just get caught. I can give some some level of sympathy there on that. But at 2.20, nah. No sympathy whatsoever. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087 No, I think you're being grossly unfair on that, man. He already told you there was no traffic on the road, so what's the chance of him having an accident and killing anybody apart from himself? I think you missed the point that Mark was making, by the way, that if he does kill himself, and I hate to say this, it sounds very grim, but um, unfortunately, the emergency services have to then deal with that, and you're putting, I'm not saying you're putting their lives at risk, but certainly it's quite traumatic for them to have to scrape up your remains out of a car that was travelling at 220, because I can tell you now, if you hit the median or if you hit a bridge or if you hit whatever it is at 220, there's not going to be that much left to you. Let me go to Alan. Alan, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Alan? I goes, was that guy for real, was he? 220 kilometres an hour. I know that role quite well, but still, like, he'd want to be thick. You'd you'd want to be off. You'd want to be basically on a debt wish to do two hundred and twenty. Well, you're you're a certain kind of stupid, and he is that certain kind of stupid. <laughs> and and then he was wondering why the guards did him for doing ten mile, ten kilometres yeah. an hour over the limit in Blanchestown. I'm glad the guard did him now. The type of person he is. Anyway, might learn his lesson. Maybe he loses license and he won't get to Don't do two twenty and put other people's lives at risk. Anyway, Alan, getting back to generally, you know, speed cameras. Uh, the guards are delighted with the speed camera and support the rollout of this new technology across the country. Uh, do you think uh, it's a good thing or do you think it'll be just used to pick up revenue? Unfortunately, I have everything in this country, right? So, in the main, speed cameras can be good mm. when you correctly, but unfortunately in this country, we use everything as revenue generation. Yeah. Um, and there's perfect examples of that. So if you go down by the spa well, where you've got the guard hiding behind the bush shelter. Right. You know, he's not, like, you're coming down from the motorway down to the roundabout and there he is standing behind the bush shelter. That type of stuff is just about revenue. Because he, know, he knows that people oh, coming yeah. down there are going to be five or ten kilometres over the limit because they're keeping up with the flow of traffic. I yeah. thought, by the way, there was a rule of the road. Maybe I'm wrong, and if a guard can text me in or WhatsApp me. But I remember when I was doing my driving test all those many, many years ago, so long ago now, it was probably before most of you were even born. But I remember one of the rules of the road was a thing called, uh, I think it was called craft was it something craft right but anyway it was keeping up with the flow of traffic in other words if everybody around you is doing five kilometres over the limit and you're not 
well then you're putting yourself in a dangerous situation so you kept up with the flow of traffic is that not the way it works or yeah, it should it be you, the way? you are supposed to move with the flow of traffic but then again if you've got 30 cars travelling a 5k over they can't really stop every car they can't clean every car so they'll just pick one or two and is that happens. fair? No, it's not fair either. But then again, if you're the first person that's leading that traffic and you're the one that's leading, you're going to get cut first. And I give an, like I give you an example of it. I came out of the tunnel there the other day on Friday, and it happens on a regular basis. So you're at eighty k coming out of the tunnel. Um, now before they put the speed cameras in the tunnel, I used to drive a little bit faster, probably ninety. Uh, but now obviously I stick to eighty because that's the speed limit there. And as you come out of the tunnel, it's still eighty k till you get to the exit of the M50. Then it speeds up to a hundred, and then it gets one hundred and twenty. Then when you get to the airport or the motorway, right? But when you come out, there's a van parked on the left-hand side before you come to the M50 exit. They have a speed van parked there on a regular yeah, basis. And that, that, that's purely revenue. Or you see a, a speed check, the far side of a speed limit change. So, so I slow down. I stay at 80 because I know the van is there anyway, right? But I'm going to stay at 80. And people, trucks and everything, are right up, you know what, and they're moving from lane to lane to get past you because you're doing 80 and they want to do 100. Far, yeah. look, that, that comes down to bad driver behaviour that needs to be stamped out because especially truck drivers some of those lads are lethal mm. and need to be pulled aside and given a slap because some of the stuff they're doing in trucks is on radio you got a truck driving with an 80k max sign on the on the back but yet it's doing a ton 20 yeah. or a ton 10 it's yeah. ridiculous okay, so, look, so, so generally the average speed cameras do you think they're fairer than you know the guard hiding behind the bushes they are because you can so I pass the ones in the Limerick Road quite regularly so well, I, I cars and cruise control, I drop it to 118 when you enter it and you're supposed to go past your speed back up to 120. Okay, all right. That okay. way you, then, you definitely can't be above the average speed of 120. It does, I mean, the way these work, these cameras work is that if you need to overtake, say, for example, and you have to do 122 or 123 to overtake and then you move back in again, you slow back down again. So it keeps your average speed, right? So it's not going to do you for that 122 or 123 just for going over the limit, as long as you pull back a little bit again. Because, as they always say, 120 is not a target. <laughs> it's, a, it's a maximum speed limit. They don't it, recommend... I thought it was a target. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> they, they don't recommend you drive at that speed all of the time. It depends on the traffic, doesn't it? Some people yeah, believe look, it's a target I must achieve. There's, there's some roads right on the country, especially motorways, that could be 130, right? Especially outside of Dublin. Once you pass, once you pass Kildare Town or the Curra, right? It's a pretty empty motorway mm-hmm. the whole way down. Yeah. Realistically, that could be 130 or 140. Realistically, it could be. And the same going down the M9, once you go by to like Castle Dermot, it's quite empty until, you, until you're down towards Waterford or turn off or Kilkenny. They're quite empty motorways. So it could quite conceivably be 130, 140. But it's not, we limit everything. Some of the speed limits in this country are just ridiculous and need to be reviewed. Well, what they, what they will plans. do in the future, and I've seen plans for the future uh, across the world. You know, I don't know whether Ireland will implement those plans. Probably the Green Party will have something to do with it. They won't. But but what they will do is, so you'll have your, your M1 and you'll have your M7 or whatever it is, and beside it, there will be a parallel road which will have no exits. So it will be literally Dublin to Limerick, Dublin to Galway with no exits. And that will be what, similar to America, what they have is called turnpikes. And... Yep. And that'll be an express road. In other words, that you don't have any exits, so there's nothing to worry about of people coming on and off the road at any point, you know, on ramps or whatever it is. And they could increase the speed on those type of roads. Yeah, look, I wouldn't pay too much attention to what Freewheel and uh, Eamon Ryan says. Because um, <laughs> he's just the way the ferries at that. But look, I I done a course recently where there was a charge in the part of the course. I won't say whether it was a he or a she. Uh, but they did say that they were charged on, on speed uh, checks and catching people. Mm-hmm. So that person openly admitted that they'd often have their, their district manager in or district, whatever you call them, 
I would say this district is better than you. This district's catching more people. You need to go catching more people. So, so then, so is, then it's a case of a guard going out to a place yeah. where they know they can catch people. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that going on, which is not fair because the guard is been put into position they shouldn't be put in because they're not there to, to generate revenue. They're there to stop crime, prevent crime, and so and, on. and make the roads a safer place yeah. as well. Of course, Alan. Listen, thank you for that. I have to go into a break. Keep texting. Keep what's happening. The number is zero eight seven one double eight seven zero eight. Alan thinks it's more about revenue than lives. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show. I